I can hear you just fine. Yes. Wow. It's funny. I'm the only one with a lag. For some reason, you two don't have a lag. That's which awesome. Which is very annoying. That's so I'm so... getting like... Well, you should just mute... Uh... Mute myself? No, or... I love my own voice too much. Right. Okay. Okay. Well... Textbook narcissist. I, I, have to, I have to keep it going. We're giving yeah. you oh, a you solution to your problem. I mean, not admit it, but I... I <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. We're really like unpacking some deep things here. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah. started. That's crazy. We just started, yeah. Real self-reflective, much like the song we're doing today. Ooh. We didn't start the fire. No, 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 no. Not yet. No. Before we gonna, get off, I am going to actually yeah. turn myself off. Okay. And then have you guys running? Pog champ. You're still, Is it still you're recording, still recording you? you, though, right? Yeah, I'm still recording me. I just don't have the input monitoring on. Okay, cool. Two inside baseball, Maddie. We're getting two inside. You know. What does that mean? Inside baseball. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, it's like an industry term that people use when you're like pulling back the curtain too much, which oh. is another industry term about like showing too much. I was of, gonna like, say it just means when you're talking about stuff. something in an industry. I thought it was like backseat gaming. Inside baseball. Yeah, that's no. what that that's what that sounded like to me. Is that like? <laughs> <laughs> I do like that you thought of that, but no. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Welcome back to the San Jacinto oh, podcast. We're finally back, reunited, finally and it back. feels so good. God, it's we're been so, so fucking long. back. It's you... been, it has been long. Like even mm. though, like we recorded the first what two episodes, and then we went on the drugs tour, but like that was still like it wasn't like a real thing yet. Mm. And like the last two weeks of the drugs tour was when the, those episodes came out, and everyone was like, everyone was like, love the podcast while we were still on tour, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and I, I also saw you at the end of that tour. Yeah. Like it, and like the last show of that tour, your band played with my band. Yeah. With our band, I should say. So like, I don't know. This time it just felt different. Also, yeah. the tour that we just went on on went, went out on felt way longer than it actually was. I think it was a a longer period of time. Well, it was no, no, yeah. it wasn't. Um, I'm stupid. But the like, drugs tour was five weeks. Yeah. We were only out for like three. Yeah, but um, yeah, I guess like we had gotten into a a routine of recording every week and then Mm -hmm. uh, didn't for three weeks straight. Y'all don't know out in the audience. Y'all have no idea. Um, Well, you do because we mentioned that they were backlogged, Um, but you've only missed one week. Uh, Yeah. We have missed more than that. Several, several weeks. Yeah. So fuck you guys. Go Uh, fuck yourself. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Stupid ass. Anyway, now that I'm telling you to go fuck yourself, uh, I'm Dawson, he, him pronouns. And this time there are two people in the room with me. It's me, Carson, your other host, he, him pronouns. No way. Um, And it's me, Maddie. Yeah, Maddie's not back. a host, but still a, quite a draw. Quite a draw. Yeah, I will say that your episodes like get it. It's you and don't Tom's episodes do really well. Tom's episodes do to do good. Um, th- I think uh, the second best guest episode we have performance wise is Whitney's. Oh, okay. All right. It might be because I called it Riz God Pete Wentz, but it yeah, also, that did draw some listeners. It for also sure. might be because it's just a good episode, and Whitney Jordan is Pog Champ. That's true. That's true. Uh, um, but our our most guest listened to is Janav. 
I think Genesis? so. Yeah. With like you. Oh, wow. So yeah. you weren't quite the draw. So Speaking of Genapsis, they some Fallout Boy news. <laughs> yeah, they no. So much is... So much has happened. So much has gone down. Lots of Fallout Boy happenings. Yeah. yeah. In in the time that I got I gotta say, it feels like they're more in the zeitgeist than they were uh like this is the biggest they've been since uh like reunion. Since like the end of the hiatus. It feels like bandoms back a little bit, but little I think bit, it's that yeah. there's like a new generation of like younger people that are like mm. like i don't know i feel like i've been with Fall Out boy like my whole fucking life same but yeah. now there's like 18 year olds that are like now that are 10 years younger than me if you can believe it but they now have agency yeah. and can go to fallout boy shows and are like yeah you know and now there's like a whole it's the kind of like the way that taylor swift is i feel like fallout boy fans are starting to become like that level of like being crazy right now. I don't now. disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, is good though. I, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I and love it. Rock, Even... rock is rock has returned. <laughs> 100% pure uncut. Cock. They, they did nice. They did save rock and roll. They did. They did. They saved it again. They, they ruin it, it and then they save it. Yeah. Can't no. fucking believe that's, it. that's what they keep doing. They, they put can't out, keep getting away with it. Yeah. <laughs> they quite literally can't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so they started the so much for tour dust. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe's back. Joe's back. Joe's back in the band. Although Joe's been back in the band since before the tour. He played the NFL draft mm-hmm. show with them. It's uh, not Jover. It it's not it's Jover. Not Jover. It's not. It's, it ain't we're Jover till it's Jover. Um, <laughs> we're Joe we're, fucking back. We're Joe, we're Joe fucking <laughs> back. Dude. Thank God. For a little while, it was Joe fucking over. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> they ha- they were hiring some fucking rando to stand off sta- off stage. No, he was on stage. He was, was on stage. he? Yeah, he was just off to the left for that UK tour. They did. He they was, let. He they was like didn't stage. put a bag over his face or anything. No, no. no. He didn't have a spotlight, but he was there. I want to say. It See, was home- that's dumb. What do you mean? Like, don't, they don't put a spotlight on him. I mean, he's like, playing the damn songs. If you're up there and you're playing the damn songs, let the people see you. I don't know. I didn't fucking. Arrange their their lighting. Dawson, fixtures. you need to fix this. All right, I'm sorry, guys. Get get him, <laughs> get him. Um, yeah. Uh, you you keep holding the mic in a weird way, and there's like a low hum. Keep it right there. Perfect. Awesome. Now stay like that for the rest of the episode. Do not move. A She's muscle. focusing too hard. <laughs> She's focusing way too fucking hard. Um, yeah. Joe's back. It's we're Joe fucking back. And, uh, like, Dawson, correct me if I'm wrong. And, you know, maybe this is just sheer uh, total narcissism. But mm-hmm. it feels like we may have had something to do with this. Like, <laughs> you think you brought bit. Joe back? No. I think we had something to do with these set list choices that are happening. Because, <laughs> because they are very weird. They, they are, are very, very strange. They're very, they're I mean, very strange. I have a theory about it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't involve this podcast. No. Then not I don't want to hear it. Not interesting. Not yeah, interesting okay. At all. Then go fuck no, no, yourself. No, go ahead. I mean, it's not really a theory so much as it ju- is just like really basic, I don't know, um, thinking. But like, I don't know. I think they're just doing these deep cuts 
like obviously they want to i guess but like i think they're realizing that uh part of the that will be part of the draw mm-hmm. to their shows yeah. is that they haven't played a bunch of like of these rare songs in such a long time right yeah and that they can like truthfully i was pretty like whatever i don't need to see fallout boy but knowing that i could see genafsis live mm-hmm. maybe i'll spend 150 dollars. yeah maybe that's stupid but i think that they're realizing what they're actually worth and it's not fucking songs off of mania <laughs> they've yeah. also just done so many shows where they just play the hits over and over again yeah it's yeah. kind of old and also they're a band that like i feel like people who love them like go through their whole discography mm-hmm. like yeah. there's no people who are like like just like those two records like i don't know i've only listened to centuries and so i will drop two hundred dollars on this ticket they heard it on the football commercial yeah. So they <laughs> legitimately, I will say, my aunt came to the last show of our tour, and we were talking about Hawthorne Heights, and she said that she would spend like a a lot of money just to see Hawthorne Heights play their one popular song. Hmm. And like, I'm just saying, like, I think casuals still come out. Oh, absolutely. But I feel like diehards stands, uh, real heads far outnumber the casuals at this point um they're also like in fallout boys case maybe as far as like show going audiences like it def it depends on on like like i don't know if you're making a comment on um fan bases in general but um, no just just there's mostly i mean it to me just as someone who has been watching them do this for so long it really does feel like they're bigger than they ever have been Mm -hmm. like and like you know maybe not in pop music but like with the amount of people at these fucking shows i'm like good fucking lord Mm -hmm. like i don't think they were doing stadiums and arenas like off like the last two records like it just it just doesn't like they were just feels different they're doing amphitheaters for sure but like, well, I mean, I don't know. One of their biggest tour things was doing that uh, Fall Out Boy Green Day Weezer. I know, but well, that's the headline. Green Day and Weezer. Yeah, Green I know, Day, but Green I mean, that's headliner. what I'm saying. It's a, not a good sample of what their actual headlining draw. Yeah, I know, is but like, this, but this like, is their. Here we are at their headliner, and it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like big mode. They sold out like one of the biggest venues in LA. Like it's insane. Um. Yeah, they're going big mode. Um, we should we should probably go over the the songs that uh, have been played. Um, first one I want to point out is uh, the takeover. The breaks over for the first time since 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to be honest, I wasn't that impressed hearing it live. But <laughs> oh, for real? Did you hear it live? Well, I didn't hear it live. Watching a video oh, of okay. them playing it live. I also like, have some pretty, <laughs> as much as I love them. I'm I have some criticisms of their live show. I feel like. A they're just, bit. They're just right. four guys just getting up there and, and playing the tunes. Head first slide has head first slide has <laughs> What's so wrong true. With that? You're awesome. What's wrong with that? What is wrong with What's that? What's wrong with four dudes just getting up there having a good time? <laughs> um Yeah, takeover breaks over uh for the first time since twenty seventeen. Head first slide has been in the set list. I will say. That's very dope. That is I'm sick. very pro any Rocks. Folly Ado 
songs being in the set list. Play West Coast Smoker for the love of God. I think it's coming. I think tonight. I'm going to say it tonight. tonight. I'm going to manifest it. Tonight He's we get West Coast Smoker. Manifest it for a night that um, I managed to sneak in. Maddie, your mic's doing the hum thing again. Damn it. I think Maybe you're bending phone? the cable. Could be. No. It's it's you resting the cable like that. There you go. No. Yeah, you're bending you the cable. You have to cable. hold the mic. I'm sorry. Um but the big one the big one from the from the first date of the tour of the Chicago show was Janaspis. Which is fucking insane. That's crazy. Fucking wild. Your hum's still happening. I don't know what to do. The hum goes on forever. Good album. Uh, it's yeah, it's a fine album. I liked um, it, smile. <laughs> I I Maddie loves that band. I don't even know if she could tell you who who made the hum goes on forever. Isn't that Oh my god! <laughs> no, because I know I've listened to this. Why? Did... <laughs> it's not Manchester, is it? No, no. it's not. <laughs> I know. I know. I've listened to this. Why am I blanking? No, the Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah. it's the latest Wonder yeah. Years. It's the right, late... I don't love that band. You do love that. You love the old stuff, right? I a, yeah, I do love the old stuff. I grew up on it. Uh, night two of the tour uh, at the Maryland Heights. Uh, amphitheater in in Maryland, the Hollywood Casino, at Maryland Heights. Um, Whoa! The one the ones that we got on that one uh, were uh, oh of all the gin joints in all the world. Mm-hmm. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, that that one is pretty cool. Um, I think what they've been like cause somebody posted a comparison of like the four set lists so far. Like what they've been doing is they've been playing the same set list and they they, they just have a wild card spot in the yeah. same spot every night. Uh, I think it's two hmm. wild card spots because what a time to be alive was not on the date before and it was on this one. Oh, so. what was in what a time to be alive's place? Uh, a, a cover, uh, a a Chicago related cover. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. while they were in Chicago. So. While they were in Chicago, and then uh, uh, Zura Amphitheater, uh, Bonner Springs, Kansas. Hardly know where Springs. Z Market. Um, go fuck yourself. Uh, Bonner Springs. More like uh, Boner Springs. Springs. Let's fucking go. Um, oh, uh, Hum Hallelujah uh, was the was the one in that, um, along with I'm Like a Lawyer and Sophomore Slumper Comeback of the Year. Oh, cool. Um, pretty good. Uh, and then they really played I'm Like a Lawyer. Mm-hmm. I Patrick should look. Did it solo on piano, which is pretty interesting. Oh, I'm curious about that. I'm gonna look that up. Because that song seems like it is so hard to sing live. It sounded really good. It, it sounded like he was preparing to do that all night. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> probably was. <laughs> so, uh, and then this one, um, we got uh, uh, Woodlands, Texas. Um, let's, let's see these. Um, oh, uh, Kintsugi Kid from uh, So Much for Stardust got its live debut. That's cool. Um, Along with, uh, oh, they 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 played "Somebody to Love" by Queen and also "Take on Me" by Aha mm. for some fucking reason. Mm. Um, no, those are those are songs that you can cover. And then uh, the other night at the Dosakis Pavilion in Dallas, Texas. Um, <laughs> uh, what? Why have you been naming what? all of these venue names? <laughs> I it's funny. It's fun the to Dos do. Equis so. Pavilion. Uh, the Dos Equis Pavilion. Uh, they played What a Catch, Donnie. 
Oh um, my god. Um, I'm gonna kill somebody. For the first time since 2013? Probably myself. I was gonna say, I've seen that song live. And then they Oh, congratulations. A, yeah. I was 13 years old and scared of concerts, so fuck you. That's you were so younger awesome. than that. In I had my own money and drove myself in a car to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in 2013. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm silly. <laughs> I, like, um, I think I know how old I was that year. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I was at the it. second to last performance of that song. Wow, 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 wow. Well, um, they brought it back, so. Uh, now, no longer the second. I was at the third to last performance. Uh, invalid now. Ratio. Uh, and then the last one, um, for the first time since December 2nd, 2007, they played the Afterlife of the Party, which. <sighs> Maybe that's the video I was thinking of that I was like, I was not impressed by that. Really? Because I thought it sounded really good. But that was that might just be me. I have pro- like I said, I have problems with their live show. All right, well let's get into that. What problems with their live show do you have? Yeah, what's your fucking deal? What's your fucking yeah, problem? Yeah, what is my? No, it's that I feel like their records are overproduced, and their live show is kind of underproduced. Yeah, I don't think they play with backing tracks. No. Um, like there's no backing vocals in the tracks whatsoever. There's no like. There's no extra guitar. Um, How did neither of them learn to like? I mean, I wouldn't expect Joe. Joe, Why didn't Patrick Joe used learn? to do. <laughs> Joe used to do some terrible backing vocals. Yeah, Why it was the really fuck? fun. They were really fun. They yeah, were they were yeah. awesome. I mean, truthfully, I think backing vocals for any old person can kind of can kind of do it. Yeah. I've been trying to tell Dan. Yeah, you won't let me, but like. <laughs> This is going to be a long pause. We can just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. No, I I know Pete Wentz wishes he was a pop star so fucking bad. Why hasn't he gotten he some vocal? He is a pop star. He just doesn't sing. Yeah. Or play bass. Or play Ayo. bass. Ayo. Yeah, we don't know if the bass is tracked or not. Yeah. We, we're unsure about that. But I'm just saying that... So there just needs to be some other vocal layer. I honestly wouldn't even be that mad if Patrick backtracked his harmonies and like oh no, some I, backup I mean, vocals a little bit. Fuck, like we've toured with bands that backtracked harmonies and it sounded fucking great. So like I've, I've I would so much rather shit just sound good. Yeah, and like honestly, do they? Do they even like play to a click or anything? Or I they don't definitely, know. it's definitely to a click because there's some auxiliary instrumentation that are in the tracks. Like, um, for example, when I when I saw them on the Hell Omega tour with Green Day, it was the first time they ever played. That was like the tour debut of them doing "Thanks for the Memories" with tracks, mm. because normally he just like palm mutes that beginning. But like those strings and those horns that were in the beginning, it's the uh. first time I'd ever seen them do that with those like backtracked um and it sounded really good but there's still some stuff that they just refuse to backtrack Mm. um i don't know like kind of respect kind of i'm also just like i'm very uncon like if you're at that level if you're playing amphitheaters and stadiums and stuff like that i just it's hard to sell me on the four instruments and one vocalist Mm -hmm. can fill that room up for sure i mean mean, i don't know i would chalk a lot of it up to like they've just been doing it the way they've been doing it for so long and they're able to put like because i will say like the show is always visually pretty interesting like the hell omega set like had like a storyline along with it Mm. um and there was like video 
snippets between like every single song, which is why the set was so short, which is a little annoying, but that's mm. fine. Um, like they were only playing like, I think like 15 songs on that or something like yeah. that. They got yeah. a big old dog this time. 27, a, a, a 27 long dog. 27 long. 27 long. <laughs> 27 <laughs> what long? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> twenty-seven dog. Twenty-seven long. dog, long dog. <laughs> Episode title: Tw- uh, Twenty-seven <laughs> dog, long dog. <laughs> They're, everybody's gonna think you're talking about twenty-seven. Oh man, no, that's a good point. No, 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 no. 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 Okay, back to the topic, though. Of the dog. Of the dog. No, not talking about do- focus, Dawson. Okay. Oh, back, to, yeah. back to follow boy. Well, okay. I, I think I I think I could chalk a lot of that up to them just like not wanting to change up how they've done it. And like also you can't deny that like Patrick Stump isn't a great live vocalist post hiatus. And like um you were you were about to make the pre hiatus point, weren't you? No, I think he's I mean I in the like Infinity on High era, he sounds terrible live, but he sounds fine. He sounds passable. Ooh, the live in Phoenix songs sound rough. Maybe it was a bad don't. night. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've I've watched a bunch of live videos of them. I don't really from... have a dog in this fight. I don't be watching live. You don't, videos. Have, you don't have a twenty-seven long, long dog. dog. You don't dog <laughs> I don't have a twenty-seven. You don't long have dog, a twenty-seven long dog. dog long dog in this yeah, fight. I don't. Um. No. Okay. Also, part conversely, part of my problem with the underproduction of the live show is that their records are overproduced vocally. He won't like definitely you know I mean? now more than ever. Oh it, yeah, that these newer records. That's part of my problem is that I'm like, why is there this like cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. between? Because clearly you do not want to release a song with Patrick's voice on it that doesn't have this like arena rock like yeah multi tracked harmony like choral effect to it. Mm-hmm. I don't, and, but you know what I mean? But then he'll like sing live, like sing those same songs live. And I feel like they'll kind of fall short because I I don't know. I feel like it might be different if you're there. Cause like you can only get so much of the impression of a live set from a video. Like depending on how good the video is, you can get a really good idea of what it was like to be there. Like if you're watching a, a hate five, six video, you're like, yeah, this shit fucking owns. I should have been there. Um, but if you're just watching like somebody's phone recording, one, the sound is going to be ass and two, you're not going to like the, the ambiance of the room is going to be compressed and elevated so high that it doesn't really give you a good impression of what it might be like to actually be there. I'm going to call you after every set and get you to tell me that. Okay. Because I hate watching people's phone <laughs> videos of me. I'm oh, like, yeah. Fuck. No, there's a post show. We always like go through all of the Instagram videos. And we're like, no, the sound on his phone's busted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, like that's just what it the is. Square like, reader's like, in. The square yeah. reader's in. <laughs> I, I love watching um, phone videos of, of Bummer Hill sets because it's like, oh, that's me. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no. I do love that is the part that I love where I'm like, oh, that's me. That's me up there. But like when it sounds bad, I need to call you and you can just be like, all right, so the compression of the room. And I'll be like, okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. It cool, sounds cool, cool. a lot better in person. So like that might be a thing. Um, I like do if, know this, Dawson, as someone yeah. who's gone to concerts. No, yeah. Played like concerts. I, and I'm just saying like of concerts. It, it might be 
uh, I'm not trying this to. This is like... one of the classic mansplaining episodes. <laughs> Fuck, so, off. Why Fuck off. Why don't you get cozy? I'm right. just trying to say you can't like. It, his vocals probably sound tremendous when they're not blowing out the phone. M- maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, uh, trust uh, me. I. You know I'm what? Gonna... Someone should buy me a ticket to Fallout Boy. So let's I can all get Maddie out. a ticket to a Fallout Boy show. Well, all right, I, everyone. I think that donate we... to the show, and we'll give all the money to Maddie we... so she can go to the. show. We gotta launch the Patreon so that we can maybe go to a show. Yeah, we do, we'll do a live podcast at from the show. The, <laughs> at the show. <laughs> we'll get lawn seats or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I made fun of a lot of white women for the eras tour shit, but this this is kind of my eras tour. You know? This <laughs> is kind of your eras. Fall Out Boy should have done like an eras. The next tour, they should next summer. Okay, Fall Out Boy's manager, if you're listening to this, I know you are. Yeah. Call me up. We can discuss the Fall Out Boy eras tour. Omnipresent Fall Out Boy manager. What's your name? The guy Hello. who the guy who screamed live on um. Is it Chris? Yeah, it's Chris. Yeah. Hey, cr- hey, Chris. No, Doug. Doug. Oh, it's not the Hey Chris from Hey. It's not Chris from. Hey Chris, you were our only friend. Uh, I mean, as far as I know, Doug's still their manager, but. No, Doug from. Oh, your mic is all fucked up. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. It was crackling a bunch. I'll cut it out, but it's fine. Um, no, Doug from Doug does Decadence. Is that what his name? Is that what we settled on? His name was? No, it's not Doug. Shout out Doug Zone. They did come to an episode. They did come to the Austin show of of the Dow Boys tour. Shout out Doug Zone, the only podcast, a hundred percent dedicated to Doug Walker. <laughs> <laughs> They just talk about Doug Walker every single episode. It's very impressive. That's so Shout awesome. out Doug Zone. How do you have that much? Like, well, I guess he's been doing it for like he's 12 been doing years. it for so long. And you have that whole wall movie thing. Yeah, yeah, where he's trying oh, to I'm... make fun of Pink Floyd. It's oh, like, I know. Are you taking shots at this? It's thirty years old. <laughs> it's thirty no years old. I don't. Can we talk about the song we're supposed to talk about? Oh yeah, um, yeah sure. That's like the that. point of this podcast. Yeah. Um, what song are we talking about, Carson? Oh boy, Dawson. Oh, the boy Dawson. Oh, boy. oh the boy Dawson. That's boy good. Dawson, girl Dawson. <laughs> nope. You are kind of girl Dawson. I'm not. What does that mean? <laughs> Whitney no, Jordan is, is girl Dawson. Do you know anything That's about valid. Dawson That's, lore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl Dawson. We are the same person. Girl Dawson's kind of the demiurge, I think, from Christian Gnosticism. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know about. what the fuck I'm talking the about. The demiurge? Either. The demiurge, yeah. I don't know what that is. Never mind. The uh, song we're talking about today is <laughs> so much for Stardust. I really got to keep y'all in line on this yeah. one. Wow. You, you never have before. What made you start now? Y'all have just been off the rails. So we much for Stardust. Rails, and yeah. here's a snippet. And it's over. Oh, we went, a, we went a little longer that time. <laughs> I was waiting for you to, to uh, finish oh, it off. Oh, you were waiting for me to do it? Okay, yeah. let's try again. Let's try all right, again. All right, all uh, right. So much for Stardust. Here's a snippet. Bye, it's over. <laughs> it's, it's Jover. Bye, it's Jover. It's so Jover. It's so Jover. It's so Jover, guys. <laughs> okay, all right. For the rest of the podcast, if there is a word that is like, like go or so or over... We have to say <laughs> Joe much for Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what, you should, so that's what we should call it. Joe, Joe much, much for Stardust. Yes. Okay. Joe is on this song. Joe is Joe, Joe's on the whole album. Mm-hmm. Joe's very proud of the album. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Maddie, initial thoughts uh, uh, on this song. What did you think of it? You was this your first time hearing it today? No, no, no. I've listened to this album a few times through. I haven't been like as over the moon about this whole album. I feel uh, like it was, <gasps> I feel like as many Joe people. Joe for the moon. I yeah. it's Joe for the. <laughs> I think it's a perfectly adequate and fine Fallout Boy album. It really has not war- like made me revisit it that sure. often. I don't vehemently hate it as much as um, some more recent Fall Out Boy albums. Mm-hmm. But sure, um, I don't know. First impressions of the song. I was trying to um, look up and see if there was an acoustic version of the song. Why? <laughs> because I don't like a lot of the production choices. That are on the Whoa. song. Whoa! This song, this song specifically, you don't like. Well, how- most of the album, but I was like, I was like, maybe if I listened to like, I was trying to see on YouTube if there was an acoustic version, if it was just Patrick playing a guitar and singing, and see if I like like the song as it is by itself. I think the lyrics. There's some moments that could be cooler. The song could have been punched up a little bit more and made cooler in some places, but I think it's a a a pretty decent to good song. Like I'll give it a six to six or seven. Out of 10. We're not, we're not even, we're not, <laughs> we're not even rating it yet. You oh, is that, that a thing that y'all do? That's at the end. Yes. Oh, you've been on this show on. so many times. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't, well, I'm play by your, your rules. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't, that's, I don't it's know. Our show. <laughs> I don't Joe. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> okay. We'll bleep that out. The, I said, my rating. No, you, you have to it's live fine. with your mistake for yeah. for honestly i could we'll change my that. mind by the end of this but <laughs> we'll bleep that out yeah <laughs> Shout, that's <laughs> that's a stretch that's a, i don't know if that one works what are you, you don't joe if that one works <laughs> god damn it. what are you what are y'all's jots <laughs> <laughs> it just has a joe in it like it's <laughs> yeah yeah uh okay I fucking love this song. I think this song is You fucking love it? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I fucking love it. <laughs> I I think this song's great. You I, fucking j- j- love never mind. No. no <laughs> exactly. Don't even try. Don't even try me, buddy. Um I think this song's Joe Good. <laughs> There's <laughs> Joe much going on. <laughs> I can't keep this up. I'm gonna have to drop it. <laughs> I don't have to drop drop it. This is so fucked up. Joe fucked up. God damn it. This is how I feel about Hardly Knower. Okay, but that one's funny. That one is funny. So is this one. <laughs> Joe, Joe is, is this, this one. one. <laughs> We're never gonna get this. Alright. Um I I think this song's great. I think that the production choices, I I think I would say the production choices are the most minimal on this song compared to the rest of the record um i I don't really know what you're referring to because like this is an all real drum song there's like no fake drums whatsoever Um, it's more like i don't like the way his vocals are done ever what about it what what about i don't understand what you're getting at because it's he sounds amazing on this song it's not that he doesn't sound amazing it's just like something about like I'm just so used to like, like to me, I think vocally part, like he peaked on like infinity on high, not just like him as a vocalist, but the way that those vocals sound, 
that's just what I want Fall Out Boy vocals to sound like. Also, I think the uh, the, the little orchestral part in the beginning of the song or mm. wherever it shows yeah. up to, I think that was kind of phoned in. What? What? Kind of joned in. About? It was. Like- <laughs> This is a good way of like taking out the tension, I will say. <laughs> it just it feels like they went to their producer and they were like, "Okay, put some orchestral shit in these four notes or whatever, like and just called it a day." You know what I mean? Um no. No, you're crackling a lot by the way, buddy. There you go. Oh, oh, brother. Okay, then what do you, what do y'all think? I well, argue. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on the orchestral thing because this song is, I believe, meant to mirror uh, "Love from the Other Side." Yeah. Well, yeah, um, it's got the little lyric. Yeah, thing. and and "Love from the Other Side" also begins with a uh, little orchestral piano thing, um, and like uh, that goes into the rest of the song. Um, and this is like a more stripped back version of what starts on love from the other side. It's a lot more solemn. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more like, um, it's just, it's a lot sadder. I think that here's, here's what I'm going to say. And this is by no means a shot at you, but I think that, that if this was a, no, taking shots at me, I said said it's by no means taking shots at at me. I'm shooting you with a gun. I'm killing you. you. I'm killing you. (laughs) I'm not taking a jot at you. No. (laughs) It's um, not the bit. You just put J bit. in front. No. It's, <laughs> Joe. That's not how it works. Fine. Fine. Jute me. <laughs> the title of this episode is going to be Word Joe Fucking Back. <laughs> Word Joe Fucking Back. Um, no. Joe. Uh. Uh, I think that if this was a different band mm-hmm. doing that orchestral part, you would like it. I gotta be honest. I I feel like I'm pretty like it does not feel phoned in. It's very clearly like real strings. It's like it's a quartet for sure too. It's like not like a big string section, and I think it leads into the song perfectly. I mean, I just I feel like at this point in rock history, rockstery. It's just, we've heard this. We've heard a little uh, orchestral quartet. Name name another one. Oh, there's some. There's Jump. Oh, I'm sure there is. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. That's They're bad. around. You can't tell me you've name never one. heard. Name one. Uh, I, can, I can't. You asked me to, I can't. But exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, it just, it doesn't feel like. Super intentional. A Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody doesn't have an orchestral string quartet. They got so. strings in there. Yeah, there's strings in like the song's every like song. Ten minutes long. They got every instrument in there at some point. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Every single instrument ever. Yeah. They got the didgeridoo on there. Do they really? Yeah, it's way in the back though. <laughs> I don't think you're telling the truth. What do you mean? I've never lied a day in my life. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. We promised 100% no lies on this podcast, right? Yeah. All facts. Oh, you're cracking no. again. It sounds so bad. 
<laughs> Jesus fucking <laughs> I think I just need to tape the cable in. Joe lies 100% fact all the time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Regardless, I've not really felt compelled to return to this song very much. This is the song on the album I return the most to. I play this song. I listen to this song like once a day. I love this song. Are you saying that's Cap? Are you saying that's Cap? It's Are you saying just Joe K. Like, <laughs> it's just Joe K. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, is it not funny anymore? Just Joe K. Is it just Joe K? Dawson, you haven't said much about this. What are your thoughts? Yeah, on this what are song? your thoughts? Uh, is it audacious of me to say that this is one of their best songs they've ever written? No, it's yeah. not. Because I agree jaudacious. With you. Jaudacious. <laughs> Carson has put his mic down. (laughs) Listen, the three of us could get to be haters together after this because of what we have planned after this. We don't have anything planned after this. What are you talking about? Nothing planned whatsoever. Nothing is planned. I have nothing Um, planned. (laughs) The the bit is like the O sound, the O vowel, (laughs) not just the letter O. Uh, do you, are you Is telling Jot me? Just the- no, <laughs> Joe. Stop torturing! Stop torturing my 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 boy over here. Oh. <laughs> my boy, fucking! But yeah, this song. Uh, I hadn't listened to this or any of the other tracks on this album in maybe a couple months. Um, because you didn't like the album very much. No, not not because of that. Because um, I have been. Uh, spamming the shit out of um like one artist at a time yeah but if you if you liked the album you'd probably listen to it i like a lot of albums that i don't listen to sometimes that's weird what are you talking about no when i like albums i listen to them do you listen to every single album that you ever like in rotation constantly in a, in a way, she does because she listens to her daily mixes on Spotify and doesn't like actually pull up albums. She I just, do both. Yeah, I. It's mostly the, Mitski. I do Joe. Usually, what happens? It's mostly what Mitski. Oh, I do. You know, I'm right, I'm I'm correct. I thought you said it's mostly mid, like you were calling my music no, taste. No, I mid. said it's mostly Mitski. Anyway, sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. It's okay, smile. Usually, what happens <laughs> is, is I will. Listen to one album or artist in particular on repeat for at least a week straight. Um, right now, it's looking like it's probably going to be Joji. Before this, it was Wallows. Before that, it was the 1975. Before that, it was Loathe. Before that... Uh, so it's never uh, been Fall Out Boy. It has been Fall Out Boy. <laughs> yeah, it, it was... Um, Did for, you just start this podcast the week that it was Fall Out Boy? No. Joe. Joe. <laughs> no, it's like it makes sense to me cuz like sometimes I'll just I'll listen to somebody and I'm like, "Damn, I don't want to listen to literally anything else." That's true, okay. Yeah. Stop. I know. It's not even funny to me anymore. <laughs> Joe, it's Jot. <laughs> um, yeah. Um but why? What? Why were we talking about that? What's? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. This is okay. your podcast. Oh yeah, you were. Just, you asked here. me if I didn't like the album. Um, no, I do like the album. Um, because you said you hadn't revisited it in months. Yeah, and that's it came because out I've been. Ago. I've been on some other shit. 
Um, yeah, how about you worry about you? Worry about your own money, goddamn. How about you worry about your grind? Yeah, you're backwatcher back over here. Yeah, I believe you're guy. crackling. You're crackling. Oh, I'm gonna kill someone. Oh. Ooh. I'm going to kill you. I'm showing to kill you. You listening to this right now? <laughs> hey, Ryan, you listening to this podcast right now? I'm going to kill you. There, is it a specific Ryan or? There's probably a guy named Ryan who you're going to kill. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Hall. No. Oh, yeah. I don't want to kill him either. Ryan White. I'm coming for you. Hide your ass. Hide your ass, Ryan White. Anyway. Um, no, I, I don't think it's audacious to call this one of their best songs. I think that this is like... It's, I, I'll also give it this. It's their best title track, too. Um, they only have three, but I will... It's It's... This is like a, a great... Um, What's it between? between? Oh, well, the American other two are Dog Ass, so yeah. Save Rock and Roll is a good song. No. It's not as good as this, but Save Rock and Roll is a good Save song. Save Rock and Roll is a better song. In what <laughs> way? In what way? It is. Disagree. It's a better jong. I don't... Stop! I don't <laughs> agree with that. It is an Elton John feature. On a on a fundamental... <laughs> Elton, okay, Elton John being on a song does not make it good. Like That fucker has put out so much bad music before on top of his classics. Dude, he's put out way more good music than you have. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, by sheer I don't think volume, you can judge. I can judge whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I, this is America. I live in a free country. <laughs> Freedom ain't think... free. And he's from that gay place. <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> oh yeah. You're, you're right actually. Oh. Uh, no, I think Save Rock and Roll is a better song. Actually, I think the chorus of Save Rock and Roll is like one of the coolest things I've ever written. I think it's in amazing. You've ever written? I've n- I didn't write it. You Follow said one it. of the coolest things I've ever written. They've no, ever did. written. No, they they've ever written. I said they've ever written. I heard I've. I did well, I didn't write it. I'll admit let's, to that. Let's let's go ahead and replay the pl- the the podcast. All right, we don't know. Yeah, I you know because we're recording this live and we have no way to tell. Yeah, we have no way to tell. <laughs> How sad. That's crazy. Um, I mean, I think that like the the one criticism I can give this song. I mean, I have a couple things, but like the chorus is only two lyrics. The chorus is so much for Stardust. I thought we had it all. Um, it's a little basic lyrically. I feel like me when I thought we had it all. I really like both verses, um, except for the pre-chorus of the second verse, which we can we can hop into lyrics now if you guys want. Um, I am just gonna go ahead and say like I, the production on this song is the best production on this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, the higher tuned snare that Andy is using for the verses of this song, yeah, so good, Sounds pops so awesome. great. Um, and then, you know, his, the standard snare that they've been using for the rest of the record pops up, um, for the choruses, which I think is such a nice touch. Mm -hmm. Um, the outro with the backup singers on this song is so fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and it sounds like Patrick is like directing them, uh, which is, which is really fun. Um, I, I thought that was great. I don't know if he was, but I do know that those background singers are... Um, like they worked on the new Indiana Jones movie. What? How do you know that? Because I went to the listening party for this album. That's with, right. With did. Patrick's commentary. And he was like, yeah, I originally did all of those backup vocals myself. And then 
we brought in the people who just did the new Indiana Jones and they did it way better. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's a like, fun Dang. fact. That yeah. is a fun fact. Yeah. I wonder what they do in the new Indiana Jones. Music. Oh, okay. Yeah, true. Is there like, songs in it's like, not a musical. No, they like they, <laughs> that would be crazy. They did, Indiana they did Jones like was the, a musical. I'm buying. I'm buying tickets. Day they did one. like the the choir vocals in the score of that movie. Oh, okay. Now I now I see what you're saying. Yeah, I because people who just did the new Indiana Jones movie. Are you saying the director did the back? <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking. No, was no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> that would be very funny though. Um, let's go ahead and get into lyrics. Um, okay. Because I, I really, really loved, um, I, I just really like this song. Um, and, uh, I mean, it, it pains me to hear you call it a six, Maddie, but. Well, um, don't spoil it. <laughs> you already it. said it. <laughs> You're bleeping that out. How do you know? Yeah. How well. Do you know? Backseat gamer over here. Whoa. Can you believe this guy? Inside baseball. Inside gamer right here. Um Game Informer. <laughs> Magazine. Did you know Smosh I, came back? All right, let's get to Oh yeah, song. that's Oomphy. <laughs> that's, that's our that's our boy. That's yeah. Bay. Shout, Shout out, out Anthony. <laughs> Shout out Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Um We're gonna talk about the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. let's let's go are into you, the lyrics. Are y'all also on the genius page? Yeah, yeah we're always on the genius the, page. Yeah, genius pages and um the highest intelligence genius contributors it's like you don't even listen to the show <laughs> it's like you have never it's like you've never listened to the show once what we talk talking? about this every week we talk about the the, the genius annotations every week. can i Don't. bring up one of the annotations of course yeah that's, that's that's our favorite thing to do at the end of the first verse there's a lyric about permafrost yeah. And it's highlighted, and if you click it, there's a photo of what permafrost looks yeah, like. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's awesome. We've been doing that joke for 17 episodes, dude. <laughs> we've been, so we've, we've been on this. <laughs> yeah, a I mean, it's hilarious. A reference to the first line of being in a winter mood. Dreaming of spring wow. Um, These lyrics are basic, but... I think I just like the way that they roll off the tongue so much that I don't really, I'm not really paying attention to how basic they are. Mm-hmm. Um, Truthfully, I think Fall Out Boy is very back with their lyrics. I think Pete sure. Wentz has finally knocked off whatever, whatever. the fuck was yeah. wrong with him yeah. and is, you know, actually contributing to his band sure. in a meaningful yeah. way. He hasn't, he's not on goober mode anymore. And you know what? I think that's what this song is about. I think not about being on goober mode, but I think this song. <laughs> this song is about being on goober mode. <laughs> this song is about. All right. Uh, goober, I hardly know her. Let's go, team. It's just too easy. Uh, it's, yeah, I guess so. Um, no, I think this song is about like cementing, like feeling like your legacy is being. Uh, like, like you've ruined your legacy with with bad records and bad art. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that is the vibe that I catch off of this song. That's an interesting reading, for yeah. sure. What do you think it's about? I I do want to point out. Uh, I'm stuck in a Jonely loop. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. That's it. 
if I didn't if I didn't if I didn't get that off, I was gonna lose my mind. Uh, what's your read on it, Maddie? You know, let's. What what do I think? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, buddy? How many do you have, and what what's are their names? Secrets? I the don't know. I like this. It really just like it didn't like evoke that much out of me. I guess it does feel like it feels like something you know, you swing and you miss. I feel like is kind of the overall mood of the song. It, sure, sure. That and that actually, not... cars in your perspective, genuinely gave gave me a little bit more of an interest in this song. Yeah, yeah. Because I, mean, I think that's a a well thought out. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, of it. that's, that is what it feels like to me is like, um, you know, uh, I'm in a, the opening lyric, I'm in a winter mood dreaming of spring now, just like, to me that evokes something that they've all like, this gets brought up on infinity and fully a lot of them talking about just like, um, and I mean, it's on my favorite song as well is like this kind of, you only want what you can't have. Mm-hmm. type of thing which i think is like something that pete wentz really likes writing about mm-hmm. um like you know it's it's uh i'm in a winter mood dreaming of spring like being like i'm i'm in this solemn solitary thing and like whatever whatever is not going on is is what i want like even though i'm in this winter mood we I'd just put out mania spring. and yeah. i'm thinking about how we put out infinity a while ago exactly no that's that's kind of how i read that and then um i feel some i feel like something that's been stretched out over and over again um feels like to me that that's like sort of uh to me that feels like a line meaning like they were the archetype for this type of music for a little while and like they've like oh, they've stayed past their welcome multiple times at this point mm-hmm. is is what that lyric reads to me like and um like the the stars are the same as as ever but I don't have the guts to keep it together like I mean it just all that this is what this song reads to me as is like this just like solemn reading of just like fuck like <laughs> um and uh. I'm going to go ahead and compare it to uh, Weezer's comeback single, um, Back to the Shack, where uh, Rivers Cuomo says, thought I'd get a new audience. I forgot that disco sucks. <laughs> um, it's like, it's almost a one-to-one, but this is a much better song than Back to the Shack. Yeah. This is a much more solemn reading of of that. Um, and there's uh, there's so many lines in the second verse that I, I love. I love the, I need the sound of crowds or I can't fall asleep at night. Um, and you know, during the interview process to, to this, for this record, they were talking a lot about how like this record was made under the pressure of like, they were worried that people were going to stop showing up. Like Mm -hmm. that's what Patrick and Pete talk a lot about in the Zane Lowe interview is they were just like, we did not know what to do because we were so worried about people just like never showing up again. Um, and, uh, Another year, possibilities left unwrapped, like the gifts the day at, right after Christmas passed, and I'm pretty positive my pain isn't cool enough. Um, that line is that line's awesome. crazy. That, that line's so crazy. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, like, that's just just all these lines kind of play into my theory that that is what this song is about. Um, and it kind of gives me a new reading on Love from the Other Side since it shares lyrics with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think the apocalypse that they're referring to is the, the end of the band's popularity in that song less than some kind of like COVID apocalypse or something like that. Like this song kind of gives love from the other side, this like new meaning. It, yeah. I mean, it quite literally is its sister song. It's, it's great. Uh, yeah. I, that the lyrics kind of make this song along with the production for me. So yeah, maybe not just the band's popularity, like with the apocalypse thing that you're saying it. Cause I feel like the whole, the band ending too. Yeah. Well, No, that that's too. what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, the kind of appearances and lack of appearances of Joe yeah. have kind of been writing on the wall of like, mm-hmm. there's clearly some sort of tension in there. Yeah. And I think, I think clearly they're doing something respectful about it. And yeah. everybody is like acting in good faith about whatever made Joe want to leave. It, it seems but, because I mean, like unless something has drastically changed since mania, they have talked about like, like as recent as mania, they haven't talked about it in any interviews recently. They talk about how they split profits exactly four ways. Like it doesn't matter who writes the songs. It's like, it's always an equal four ways. Mm-hmm. So like, in my opinion, something has to be going on so badly creatively for Joe to be like, yeah, fuck this. I don't want to do it. Like, well, Joe and, talked about that. Like he yeah. said, um, none of uh, us have read the book. Have we? No, no. Um, I was thinking we could probably do that for like a Patreon thing. Oh, that would be probably. really cool too. Yeah, I've been very curious about yeah reading the book. But he he Let's said, see. um, I don't remember where he said it. It's probably in his book. He talked about how, um, with Mania especially, he just felt like they weren't writing the songs that they that he was excited about and that yeah. they wanted well, to write. Specifically, he said they tried to make everything a hit on that record, and that's mm-hmm. why none of it ended up being a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, it, it's honestly, like, creative differences like that are, are a pretty valid and, and overwhelming reason to want to leave a band. Oh, 1,000%. I mean, I'd be yeah. embarrassed to play the Mania songs every night. Yeah. No matter how well, much you're paying me. I mean, that's, that's why they only play one, and I think it's the strongest one. Which one? I mean, last of the real ones. Um, I mean, and I don't even really think that song's like spectacular. I think that song just has like a really good chorus. Mm. And I mean, like if I, that's one of the songs where I have to disconnect fallout boy from it. Like I have to just think of it as like, Oh, this is a, this is a hot shell Ray comeback single. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, I have to just put fallout boys legacy out of my head to enjoy that song. Yeah. Um, which, you know, therefore makes it, you know, not a very good fallout boy song, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, to me, like, I feel like they, and I think this album is a, is a lot of the, it, is, it just kind of proves my point, is, like, I don't think that they want to do anything anymore that only two of them are interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're kind of this, back to being this, like, all for one, one for all thing. Um, and they talked a little bit about, the in the Zane Lowe interview, they talked a little bit about how, like, when they came back... Uh, from the hiatus joe had like become this like full-fledged writer Mm -hmm. and like they were just like oh shit like you you never wrote anything before though so like 
you know, and like they weren't really giving him an equal say creatively until this record. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think of this record as like more. We're Joe back. We're Joe, we're Joe back. back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were making the joke earlier, but you know, here he is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The joke. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm talking a lot. You, you go ahead, Dawson. Okay. Um, I, I agree with your read on the song. Um, I don't think Genius does, but what the fuck do they know? Um, especially with the, uh, um, the chorus, um, so much for Stardust. We thought we had it all. And like that also just reads like uh, we had this idea of what our legacy was like, but now that we're here, it doesn't seem like it's panning out that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Which is super cool songwriting wise and like really interesting to write about there's there's a couple songs that kind of allude to that on um like flu game uh that song is like a call like it's there's a line that calls back to uh carpal tunnel or like like that line in carpal tunnel that's like get get house calls from a former self saying Mm -hmm. how you've been that line is like ties into that last last night i dreamt i still knew you uh and like yeah. like the like whole like i i thought i knew who i was but i'm like definitely like it's definitely just i'm not that person anymore and i'm not like this like creative monolith that can just like make anything and everybody praises it yeah i am my own muse has that too i mean like it's 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 a very reflective record, and uh, I gotta be real. I don't think the fan base is is reading it that way at all. I think they're like, "Oh, it's a concept record about a guy." <laughs> like, it's like, all right, no, I don't think. I don't think you're yeah, I don't that. see it as a concept record at all. I don't see it as a concept record at all. I see it how as very if, if much it's a so concept a, like, record, solemn, late career read of just like, what the fuck have we been doing? If it's <laughs> like, a concept record, how the fuck does so good right now fit into the story? Of yeah, it? no, like that's like that's a fucking like we'll get more into that when that episode comes mm-hmm. around but that For song sure. is like that song sounds like it would be in the credits of a new Pixar movie yeah like and not a particularly good I still kind of like that song I'll I'll, I'll be real <laughs> <laughs> alright alright yeah uh, but I also wanted to comment on um how this recontextualizes Love from the Other Side because the last time we talked about that song was when it came out and the rest of this album one. wasn't out yeah. yet so we didn't have this context, um, and we were like, it's a lockdown song, which it might still be in some aspect, but um, the treating these two songs as sister songs um, both recontextualizes both of them and kind of elevates them in my eyes, especially because now that I'm thinking about it, the lines, um, they open the song with uh, model house life let down, still a modern dream let down, it kills me that could also read as like we had this um this dream that we wanted to hit and then now we're not there anymore yeah yeah like and then sending my love from the other side um could be uh sending retroactive love to my past self reminding you to like appreciate the time that you're in right yeah. now cuz it yeah. it doesn't last and we're not there right now yeah, definitely. I mean, like, this I, I song's think so good. <laughs> yeah, this song's really good. Like, I that's mean, a, that's a good read on that, Dawson. Thanks. Yeah, no, that's... it's great. Um, I mean, and just the 
the pretty positive my pain isn't cool enough line is like yeah um i mean that could that could be interpreted multiple ways of like now this like this way that they used to write songs is like outdated mm-hmm. and now like the popular rock music is like machine gun kelly having like fake pain mm-hmm. i could read it as that or you could read it as like i'm not that person anymore and i'm not cool anymore like that is that is the other way that I read that, and then like the line that calls back to to love from the other side is, uh, "What would you trade the pain for?" I'm not sure, and like I mean they they did trade their pain for you know being the biggest band in the world when they were you know 29 or whatever. So uh, you know there's there's lots of different ways to read this. So yeah, yeah. what yeah. you got, Maddie? Oh, nothing. Um. No, just on the topic of the kind of the lyrical callbacks. Did y'all see the one about the uh another year of possibilities left unwrapped, like gifts the day right after Christmas passed and like oh. there's like the ribbon on my wrist says do not open before Christmas. Very yeah. interesting <laughs> callback. Well, I think it's really interesting the way that like I feel like Fall Out Boy you could almost put together like I don't know, a dictionary of little tiny references and phrases that are so consistent throughout their entire discography and like get mentioned every now and then. And you can like, I don't know, you can just make these little connections like that across different eras. And I think that's really interesting Yeah, for them lyrically. Even if it's just, even if some of them are just coincidental, like they like that imagery, it's still very interesting how each one of them pops up and like, it usually doesn't feel um, like cheap or, or like a, yeah. a throwaway callback or something well, like that. I don't even think they're doing it probably is coincidental, but I think it just speaks to like, that's how much of a honed voice is like, like that their lyrics for the most part, they've also had some real dog shit lyrics before, yeah. <laughs> but I will say of my criticisms of this whole entire album, I feel like their lyrics are like, just way better than they have been. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Since probably Save Rock and Roll. And even on Save Rock I mean, and Roll, I thought I, some of the lyrics were bad. I but. think these lyrics are like obnoxiously better than Save Rock and Roll. And I gotta yeah. be real, like there's some like all timers on this record. Like for for real. Um there there are. There are. There's some serious bangers on this record. Mm-hmm. And and I'll I'll save that for uh, for when we get to those songs, but I do think the the pretty positive my pain isn't cool enough line is is an all timer, just an absolute all time banger. Yeah, I would call this one of their best songs, and uh, they haven't played it live yet, but I have a feeling it's going to be pretty soon. I'm surprised they haven't. Yeah, me too. Um, this this would be a great song to like be the closer, and then they come back, and out then and they come the back and they do the encore. They do like. I don't yeah. know, thanks for the memories and Saturday or that something. That would be such a good idea. Well, so the thing is, is like they have closed their set with the same last three songs for the last few years, mm-hmm. and I don't think they're planning on changing that. Um, Just make this the fourth last song. That's what I'm saying. This not, No, 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 not that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is like, yeah, no, I agree with Maddie. It's like great to close out, and then you come back for the encore yeah. and I play mm-hmm. My songs know what you did in the dark My songs and know. centuries and Saturday. My songs know what you did in the dark. Not a bad song. Do you think it's better than this song? Mm. Mm. Be very careful what you say here. Yeah. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, my songs know is like fine. I think I love it's a great song. comeback single. I think it's dreadful. <laughs> yeah, you, you think it's dreadful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think it sucks ass and balls and dick and cock. <laughs> All of those? All of those at once. Jaw of those? <laughs> All of Joe's? It's not even an O <laughs> in that word. <laughs> hey, Carson, is your laptop okay? Just sleeping. Just okay. sleeping. I got to wiggle my cursor. Oh. oh. Callback. Callback. What the fuck? You may remember a few episodes ago. <laughs> More than a few. That was like episode six. You wiggle my goddamn cursor. Uh, Jennyways. Jennyways, yeah. <laughs> Talking about my mom? No. Okay. Jenny Pace? Mm-mm. Her name could be Jenny Ways. I'm talking about my friend Jen who lives in California. I wasn't talking about either of those people. Okay, Why? that's fine. I was trying to get us back on topic and then we've... Jopic? <laughs> just back on Jopic. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of the topic, um, do we like have anything else to say about it? We've been going for um, over an hour. I have a I have a funny Reddit thing. Okay. For Jover an hour. Or Jover an hour. <laughs> It's Joe funny. This. <laughs> this is a fucked up bit for terrible people. <laughs> um, I have I have two Reddit things I believe. Um, uh, this is from three days ago. Uh, when they walk off stage, they have playing they been like over the PA speakers. They have been playing an elevator music style rendition of this song. Oh, that's fun. Interesting. Very fun. I kind of like that. That's a. That's I would a fun very little... much. I would very much like to hear it. I hope it gets some kind of official release because they have also been playing. We didn't start the fire uh, before they go on stage. Wait, the real version of we didn't start. No, the fire? their version. Oh, I know we'll get to it. I just. We're about. We're almost there. Yeah. You know, whatever artistic respectability that I think Fall Out Boy has earned back with me with this latest record, I think it's, it's dashed to bits with this. Listen, we're, <laughs> we we're, didn't start the fire cover. We're going to get to that song at some point. I sure hope no dark magic possesses this podcast in the wheel and forces us to do that next episode. That would be deeply fucked up. But anyway, um, uh, did you have more? Yeah. Uh, this this might be mean. What? Well, if it's mean, we'll just cut it. Uh, it's a post on r slash fallout boy uh, titled, I've converted my boyfriend. I, 36 female, hmm. told my boyfriend, 50 male, oh. about how much I wish I could see fallout boy live. I'd been coming down from a really sad divorce and he bought us tickets to the Bonner Spring Show as a YOLO gift. A JOLO. A joke. <laughs> I, I jolted him. <laughs> I, was, I was worried. I was worried he didn't know FOB job. So it wouldn't be as fun. Joe, it wouldn't be as fun. He only he knew Centuries and my songs know what you did in the dark because of sports ball, but had heard some others. Um, I lost my mind at the concert and danced and shouted and had the best time. When we left, he said, that was one of the best shows I've ever seen and bought tickets for the Denver July 9th show, and now we're going. He texted me yesterday that he found the playlist on Spotify and is, quote-unquote, practicing. I know there's criticism that people don't, don't want those songs in the tour, but those are gateway songs. 
I told him I'd send him a playlist of my faves from an, each album, and he keeps singing This Ain't a Scene, which is a fave of mine. He also said he'll learn Thanks for the Memories because that's the one I really lost my mind to at Bonner Springs. That just sounds like a, Why a lovely are we reading? little this story. This is nice. I'm really happy for them. Uh, it also got marked as, uh, which this very rarely happens in the Fall Out Boy subreddit, it got marked as NSFW. Oh, no, I think the whole sub is marked as NSFW. For oh, is the, it really? Yeah, uh, for like the Reddit blackout thing. Oh. I'm which sorry. we don't got to get into. Oh, yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I didn't know you were on the Fallout Boy subreddit. You've we been go on, on three there episodes every episode. We go on it every episode. Y'all are gaslighting me at this what point. What are you no, fucking we don't, talking about? We're not about. We've fucking never... gaslighting you. you You're gaslighting You're episode. making that word up. <laughs> <laughs> You're jacked. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and rate this thing and get out of here. Maddie, what you got? Uh, I'll give it a seven. We did it, team. We did it. We, we did, did it, folks. everyone. We did it, folks. We did it, Joe. We got her. <laughs> 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 Jokes. That's terrible. God. Um, we, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so do you think you like it a little more than, than when this episode started? You know, I think I do. All right. I Let's think go. I do. That was what would Let's that was, fucking Joe. That's <laughs> Let's fucking Joe. We're Joe fucking back. What do y'all rate it though? 10. You give it a 10? Yeah. I wouldn't give it a 10. After discussing the lyrics, I would give it a 10. Yeah. Uh, what you got? Uh, 9. Cool. All right. Strong 9. Uh Is this podcast Jover? This it's podcast about to be. is is Jover, but Jover and out. We got to spin out. the wheel. We got oh, spin the wheel. And by spin the wheel, I mean you got to spin the wheel <gasps> since you're the guest this week, uh, as is usual. Um, that's what usually happens um, on normal episodes. Uh, hang on, hang on. Sorry, I got to go to my spin the wheel app. Yeah, we got to wait for Carson to pull up the wheel. The wheel is just, we didn't start the fire a hundred times. Hang on. That would we'll be funny, wouldn't it? We'll get to that. Um, while, while you're pulling that up, uh, I might as well just roll out the red carpet um, Go for in it, case buddy. everyone stops listening after we spin the wheel. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening if you have listened this far. Um, and even if you haven't, you can't hear me, but thanks anyway. Um, follow our bands. Um, Carson and Maddie's is at uh, Callous Dowboys on Twitter at the Callous Dowboys on Instagram. Uh, mine is at Bummer Hill ATL on Twitter at Bummer Hill on Instagram. Um, follow this podcast on Twitter at the Dreaded Wheel. We might get more social media at some point. Who knows? Um, and who Joe's? Who Joe's? And uh, follow Maddie at LineMade six 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 on at least Twitter. I on like, Twitter, yeah. I'm at Madeline Caffrey on Instagram. Yeah. Um, follow her and um, Venmo me five dollars. Awesome, Maddie. <laughs> would you care to do the honors? Oh wow, it's just one circle that says we didn't start the fire. That's literally no. Not hit true. the thing. Hit the thing. We got it. Okay, show it to us. What is, what, it? what is 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 it? No! <laughs> yeah, I don't think the song's bad. Oh my god. It's Death Valley. Uh, We got Death Valley. And we will save rock and roll. We will be doing that in two weeks because, surprise, motherfuckers, we're doing an emergency (laughs) episode about we didn't start the fire. (laughs) Did you really think we weren't going to fucking bring it up? (laughs) (laughs) All right. You want to just roll into it from this? Uh, Do you want to start a new file? Yeah, let's start a new 